I think this is what Bitcoin is doing just now. It's coming down. It's coming down. There's a bit of turbulence. There's a bit of a. Bit, it's getting rocked a little bit, and then it's, it's hitting the runway and it's bumping along. And people are like, "That's it. It's all over." And then all of a sudden, the flaps are going to go up, and the power is going to go on, and that sucker is going to take off again. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Crypto Standard Podcast, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. Okay, today we're going to talk about the market emotions because this is a hot topic at the moment because a lot of people who've just come into cryptocurrency or are new over the last few months maybe haven't seen these t- types of drops before but I just want to reassure you that these are normal in cryptocurrencies. We're going to talk about that. We talk a little bit about the fear and greed index and I think it's really important to know this going into cryptocurrency. Then we'll finish on talking about Ethereum and a little bit about RSR as well. So remember, none of what we say is financial advice. And if you are liking the show, please just pass it along, pass the pod along to a friend who you think would benefit from listening to us and learning a little bit about crypto because we want to expand out to as many people as possible and help as many people as possible just start their journey in cryptocurrency. Okay, let's get into this episode. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Crypto Standard Podcast with me, Jim. And me, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. So I passed my second exam this morning. I'm now asking me a communications done, air laws done. I'm doing operational procedures this weekend. Whoa. Congrats. I actually saw you. Uh, outside my window because my desk is sitting right next to my window and I looked out over the day and there was a plane flying above so I guessed it was you <laughs> yeah there's, there's probably time this morning there was about four or five in the circuit but at one point but um yeah really enjoying it getting there learning really taxing me yeah I mean, if you think about it I haven't sat an exam in like 15 years <laughs> so never mind all that nonsense about flying what's really flying Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's flying. It's all going red. But, but we have to let everyone know that that's good. Yeah, that is. And it's, it is, I just want to reassure people that things like this happen in crypto regularly. Like we see price go up. It's gone up 100%. So it went from $30,000 up to dollars $68,000 without really a major pullback or correction yeah. where the price goes down. And now we're just seeing that happen. So if we, if we stick to Bitcoin just now, so the fear and greed index, which is, we talked about this before, this is the index that can go from extreme fear to extreme greed. It's now sitting at 34, which is fear. Yeah. And usually when, it, when the fear and greed index for Bitcoin sits there, that's a strong buy signal it's definitely if you you can look at this on online if you put in bitcoin fear and greed and we will talk about this in our youtube that's going out today as well but you can see it kind of correlates with when the price bounces so last time bitcoin went down to roughly the 25 mark that's when it bounced. And when I say bounce, it it flew up. Like yeah. massive price. 
increase. So you can correlate them two together. So whenever everyone's really fear, fearing, feeling this fear, that's when it's going to bounce. Yeah. And also tied into that is the relative strength index, mm-hmm. which I looked at it this morning. The relative strength index is down at its lowest it's been since the last time. So, so in 2017 and also at the beginning of this year, when it had massive uh, rallies, it was just after the relative strength index or RSI, but at its lowest, it's like literally off, it's literally off the charts. <clears throat> this, this is a crazy thing, isn't it? That everything, so the RSI is down, we're at fear, we're all ready for launching. The amount of Bitcoin that has been hoovered up off exchanges and bought by big whales who are buying you know thousands of Bitcoin at a time is massive. But the price is going down and people just can't, they can't, that doesn't work in their heads, does it? Mm -mm. No, I feel okay with this, I think, because we've been through these sort of dips before and we kind of knew this was coming as well. And I, yeah, I'm feeling kind of smug that I, (laughs) I I knew that this sort of thing was going to happen and I would expect it to go down to 50, 53,000 and then head back up again so you and our good friend chris you guys have been buying so while i've been flying you guys Mm -hmm. have been buying yeah (laughs) so you've been buying bitcoin and ethereum on the way down so you're kind of averaging in on the way down and that's that tells me a lot when you are both Mm -hmm. buying because i because i know you guys are very strong in the in the the stats and the trading training analysis and it, you must feel that it's coming to the bottom. Yeah, it feels like we're getting there. And I would be surprised now if we went into the $40,000 mark, that, that area, and stayed there any longer. We might go down for, a, I don't know, a couple hours or something, but I would not expect it to stay there. And I think we are getting close to that end of run that everybody's been talking about. But this is, this is like, this is the phase that has to come before. And it just shakes all the new people out who don't understand it. It shakes them out. So then they sell and they are selling to the long-term holders. You can see this on the stats that long-term Bitcoin holders, they are increasing how much Bitcoin they've got. And it reminds me of November last year, right the way through to March this year when we had that five month and it just kept the strength was incredible and we know a lot of people at that time are buying in buying in a lot of new people and some of them get stung and i guess some of the stuff that i'm getting that people are saying oh eh, what's happening to ethereum what's happening to the market but they may be bought in the last three or four months as opposed to a year ago yeah yeah so- and they they haven't experienced this is the first experience everyone has to go through this you yeah. have to, to get the gains from crypto, you have to endure the pain that it also gives out. It gives out a hell of a lot of pain yeah. and you will doubt yourself. You will want to sell, but you have to endure that if you want the gains from it and you believe in the long term of cryptocurrency. So market emotion wise, it's red, it's mm-hmm. a bit flat, 
people are saying, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? How does this quote-unquote melt faces yeah. <laughs> work over when moon over the next day uh, couple of months and we've seen it yeah. now there's no guarantee it's going to happen but we've actually experienced it and, yeah and it's quite a phenomenon when it happens it's just when it blows off top it's like so if bitcoin did rally from 50 or thousand up to 90 or thousand people would be like wow this is going to this is never going to stop but it will yeah and we'll start the cycle again yeah exactly i, I think people are that kind of tells me a lot as well. I'm getting a lot of messages where people who have come in recently are getting anxious and asking me more questions. And that does make me think that this is this is now going to happen because these people are getting scared. And it's so I've I mean, got a great analogy. Go for it. So today I was doing touch and goes, which means you fly so, down to the runway you land on the runway and then you fly up again. So you don't <laughs> land full stop and go off to, to an apron. You basically, whee, yeah. uh, touch and go. I think this is what Bitcoin is doing just now. It's coming down. It's coming down. There's a bit of turbulence. There's a bit of a uh, bit. It's getting rocked a little bit. And then it's, it's hitting the runway and it's bumping along. And people are like, that's it. It's all over. And then all of a sudden, the flaps are going to go up. And the, the the power is going to go on, and that sucker is going to take off again. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you can, I'll show this in our YouTube. Actually, you can actually see that, and it it because there is a line that Bitcoin follows, and you you can use that as the runway. <laughs> Interesting. So the other thing that caught my eye today was, and I know that we are we saw we saw. Nevin Freeman, who's the CEO of Reserve Protocol, asking people online which YouTube channel they liked and how he should, you know, maybe engage with them. But while a little later after that, we saw that 14 million RSR were bought and added to what we believe is the Grayscale wallet. Wow. 14 million. That's double what they've been buying before. So they've bought this blood. They've bought when the, the streets are paved with blood. They've bought heavy. Yeah, and the smart the smart investors are doing this. It it but, makes me think what what's coming for RSR. Yeah. Something something will happen in the next eight weeks with RSR, and it's either going to be magnificent. The interface, the the user face is going to be great. The staking stroke insurance is going to be re- work really well. There's going to be maybe one or two surprises in terms of the R tokens they produce. They might partner with someone. Heck, it could be grayscale. Who knows? But it's either going to be phenomenal, and the price won't. It could hit ten cents. I remember we thought ten cents wasn't enough, but it could hit ten cents, mm-hmm. which is a literally three three hundred percent from yeah. here. Or it may be a complete and utter typical mainnet load of nonsense and going nowhere. <laughs> There's certainly a lot of a lot more hype around it, but the price is not doing anything. <laughs> Which makes me wonder why. So if you've got and, and I, I wonder if someone's manipulating the RSR price. Mm-hmm. Think about it, Jordan. And I want everyone to who, who even is, is interested in reserve protocol. You know, when you've got people like Grayscale buying 14 million RSR and and uh, so much so much news coming out, why is that not moving? Because other coins move. So either people don't have confidence in it, 
people are still selling in it or someone is selling bigger chunks in the background we don't know about. Yeah. And I, I, I'm finding that slightly concerning. So if I don't see a rise in RSR over the next three or four weeks, something is wrong. In fact, I would ask Nevin, because ultimately, you're, Nevin's in charge of his shares. They're the yep. shares. So you can't just say, oh, it's up to the market and I've got nothing to do with it. Oh, sorry, I'm not letting you away with that. So I would <laughs> challenge him on it. Yeah. In the nicest possible way, not in a... Um, but the fact that we believe Grayscale's buying, that is really powerful. Yeah, and it's nothing has changed in the fundamentals either. No. So it it is lining up as well for it's such a, a good run. It's such a difficult one. So if you look at reserve protocol, so on the ground, it's doing great work in Venezuela. People are using the app. There's talk of McDonald's accepting the app in Venezuela. Then they're going to do Chile and Peru. So they've got all these people, and it's a, it's a piece of tech that helps people deal with uh, hyperinflation events and protect their money. And it's going nowhere. So it's actually got a real world use and going nowhere versus uh, Decentraland, Sandbox and Block that are basically these things that are in the metaverse yeah. and they're all ro- rocketing up. Yeah. <laughs> it is like so strange. The price of... Oh, I, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, are we... Are we just forgetting what the real world is like? Yeah. <laughs> is that are we moving already into this metaverse and just forgetting? Wait, it, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> well, ultimately, so my question would be: if we if we believe that Grayscale are buy have bought fourteen million RSR and added added it to the wallet. Is anyone keeping a track of how much Decentraland they're buying? Because they have a Decentraland type wallet as well. Yeah. Are they ramming it as well? Or are they just buying RSR just now? Because that that, that would be a, a strong signal for, for uh, yeah. buying. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've not looked into that. Okay. So but it just but it, it just shows you there's no there's no rhyme or reason to this market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all it is run on emotions. And at the moment, the RSR emotions are the investors are feeling fed up, not yeah. wanting to put more money into it. Yeah. And I feel that. I feel that. But I know how quickly these can shift. Yes. And I know within even down to hours, things can move and they can go from bearish to bullish and it can change within no time at all. So I've not bought any RSR probably for two months now. And normally I would just keep buying some because and just stacking it away mm-hmm. in my uh, cold wallet. But it's funny, today I have a hankering to go out and buy mm-hmm. a few thousand RSR. For some reason today, I just get the feeling I want to buy some because I will, regardless of what's going to happen, I'm not selling my RSR and I am going to stake it. Yep. I am going to stake it and I'm going to use it and support support the whole protocol moving forward. So really interesting that I feel that way. So one other one that you, you, you've been sending some really interesting technical analysis to Chris and myself on Ethereum. Yes. What, what's your thoughts on this? From my opinion and what I, I've been looking at and you see, we mentioned on the last podcast, so many people buying it. Metcalf's Law, that we've done an episode on this. 
And then you look at the charts, it's getting close to its trend line. And there's two trend lines that cross and it's perfect. It's perfect to bounce off of that. And because it's coming down, it's ha- it's been hit hard from this dip. So I would expect it to start moving up even before Bitcoin. And I could see Ethereum running this next bull market and being the front runner in it. Yeah. I think there's so... Did you not also send me some stuff yesterday or today that the amount of Ethereum that has been bought mm-hmm. and moved off exchanges over and above what we saw at the beginning of the week? Yeah. It's ridiculous now. It's ridiculous. But un- unlike unlike other markets when things happen, crypto markets don't re- sometimes don't respond as a lag. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it can just shoot mm-hmm. one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, it might not go up. <laughs> I might be completely wrong. <laughs> I've just got the feeling, based on what we're hearing from the likes of Real Pal um, and others, that Ethereum is there's something brewing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. I, I I watched a I watched a a YouTube, and the guy said that within two years' time, the mining rewards for Ethereum will be minimal. Of course, yes. be, it should be proof of it should be proof of stake by then, shouldn't it? Yes. Well, so, hopefully. Yeah, so if it, if it does go to proof of stake and you're sitting with a load of Ethereum and you've got it staked, not only are you looking for the capital appreciation on your Ethereum, because you're locking away, and the more it's locked away, the scarcer it becomes, you're also looking for the staking rewards, whatever that's going to be, 4 or 5%. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. You think it's a lot of these big companies have got, like, thousands of ETH. Yeah. They're going to be staking that. They're going to be making a ridiculous amount of passive income on staking. Because for anyone new that hasn't heard this, Ethereum is eventually going to try and transition to proof of stake, which is similar to what Cardano is on at the moment. And that means that they're going to get rewards, anyone that's holding Ethereum and they're staking it. And as we talked about in the last time when I broke the news that I believe there's going to be an Ethereum spot ETF before mm-hmm. the Bitcoin spot ETF, if that takes place and people are and investors are actually buying actual Ethereum instead mm-hmm. of the futures garbage that we've got on Bitcoin just now, that's, that's going to bring more and more off exchanges. So the supply shock factor kicks in. Yeah. Um, so for me, for me, Jordan, over the next... Probably, I'm even thinking this weekend and opening up my piggy bank, mm-hmm. shaking upside down and buying some RSR and some Ethereum for the next while. I, I'm doing the same and I believe that it's a good move yeah. to be buying at the moment because we are seeing this dip. And I'm, I'm so bullish on the next... I've even extended. I'm now more... I think I'm getting up to your level, this super cycle believer, because now we've had this correction. We've had it kind of like early, yeah, earlier than I thought. So once we've had this correction, it's kind of out the way and that allows freedom for a lot of upside for these coins. So I could see us going January, February, March. Two things there. Number one, I agree with you because because we've talked about institutional buying, making their purchases for the first quarter. And number, but the number two, there's a lot of problems. So the Nasdaq, the Nasdaq, and the Dow 
at all-time highs. They just keep yes. going up and up and up. And that's because interest rates are at zero, mm-hmm. which are which are artificially manipulated low by the Fed. So at some point, if the Fed start, next year start to raise rates, that, that could have a, an impact on those markets. And that would, if they fall, if they fall significantly, that will bring the crypto markets down. That's very true. Real world events hit crypto markets. It's just the same as traditional markets. Yeah. But I think after that, it would be interesting to see how much, how, how investors move from um, those traditional markets and maybe move their money into the likes of Ethereum when they see it going up. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing I wanted to ask you just before we finish off, and this is the one that I am struggling with. So Decentraland, Sandbox and Block. Yes. These are metaverse coins that are kind of being touted. I know that you've made a lot of money on the central land and so has Chris. <clears throat> is now the time, based on where the metaverse is potentially going to go over the next year, is now the time to be t- even to making small positions, let's say £250 or whatever, in the likes of the central land, sand and block? Yeah, I think it is because... You, the, the metaverse is coming, whether you like it or not, because you're, you're seeing big companies now getting involved. You've got the likes of Facebook, for one, are creating their own metaverse, which I think we should talk about in a different episode because that's, that's going to be a centralized metaverse. So Facebook are still in control of that. Ah. So that's, yeah. And then you're going to have like the decentralized metaverses. So I think it is because this is the way we're going. We're going digital and this makes sense. I'm not, I haven't processed it yet in my head completely how this is all going to work, but I believe that this is the way that we're going. So I've started small investments into these metaverse coins. So there's not one metaverse? No, there's not. Even though Zuckerberg wants to have the metaverse and own it, you know, but there won't be one. I'll be able to go on to log on to, for example, Block's Metaverse. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you can buy land in Block. So I can go into Block, who have created this Metaverse, which is just mm-hmm. like this digital virtual world, and I can go on there and I can buy real estate on it. Yeah, exactly. And you will... I, I The way that I think of this, or the way that I'm picturing it, I'm not... It's still a new concept. But you're going to have centralized metaverses. So you're going to have the likes of Facebook or now called Meta. You're going to have them who are going to try and, I mean, you see what Facebook do now with all their algorithms. I don't think it's going to be any different in the metaverse. They're still going to channel you into the information that you, they want you to see. Yeah. And they're going to make you buy the, their coin as well. They're going to, there's no doubt they're going to bring out a coin that you're going to have to use in that metaverse. Yeah. And every metaverse is going to have their own coin. But I, I believe see. that in the decentralized ones, you'll be able to bridge between the different metaverses. Right. So you will be able to transfer into different ones. So I could actually, if I was on, for example, Decentral, uh, Decentraland's metaverse, I could go in there and I could be, I could be James Bond and I could have different girlfriends and different cars and a few houses and basically depending on how much I want, I'm willing to spend on that metaverse. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so what it's going to be like. It's 
I explained this to one of my friends when he was asking about NFTs. And I was like, why do people buy... So Balenciaga is like a really... Um, a really trendy fashion brand. I don't have any. Actually, sack that. Let's just use Ralph Lauren or something like that. Something well-known. Why do people do that? It's for social status in yeah. real life. Yeah. So people are going to go into these metaverses and they're going to buy like outfits for their avatars, but they're going to spend ridiculous amount of money because it is social status for their digital selves. Wow. So we're going to see a shift, I think. And people are going to spend a lot more on their digital avatars and their digital land than potentially even in real life. I, I know that sounds buy, sad, but I might buy a nice, nice strip of land and I have a, a, I'll have a runway on it. Yes, there you go. Yeah, and I'll have an air sock and I'll have an imaginary control tower. Um, <laughs> so to me. If you can't afford a plane in real life, just get it on the metaverse. <laughs> well, if Ethereum and RSR, which I am now very excited about buying, and I'm probably going to buy them today or tomorrow, um, if they come good, then I am going to have that aeroplane. Yes. And yes. I'm not going to get in it. <laughs> uh, no, you will. I guarantee you, you'll be like, you'll be jumping in that cockpit. <laughs> okay, lots lots going on. So RSR has been bought. Fear and greed index is, is, is it fear means buy. The relative strength index for Bitcoins is its lowest, which normally signals a buy. Ethereum's coming off exchanges. We believe that it's going to pop really hard over the next few months, even outperforming Bitcoin. Yes, it's red, but just live with it. Um, it can't be green every day. And Decentraland is maybe something we should be looking at. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right, Jordan, have a nice weekend and... Let's see where we are next Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. And next for everyone, days. make sure to tune into the YouTube channel. Yes, it's going to be, I'll be able to explain a lot more with like visuals as well, which would be nice. Great. Awesome. All right, everyone, have a nice weekend. Ciao.